The Automotive News Europe podcast is brought to you by Hyundai Motor Europe, one of the leading providers of electrified mobility solutions in Europe. From hybrid and battery electric to fuel cell vehicles, Hyundai is paving the way to make environmentally friendly mobility available to all. Hello and welcome to the Automotive News Europe podcast for May 6th, 2021. I'm your host, Doug Bolduck, Managing Editor of a Thanks so much for being with us today. Cap Gemini Invent estimates that automakers and suppliers will need to invest 500 billion euros to become carbon neutral in the coming years. Therefore, the consultancy wanted to get an idea on how automakers were doing when it comes to getting their sustainability message across to potential car buyers. What Capgemini found was that no automaker, not even Tesla, offers a consistent, sustainable customer experience. For instance, if an automaker sells an electric vehicle to a customer but doesn't help that person lock down an electricity contract, or better yet, provide them with free electricity, then the message is inconsistent, according to the study. Capgemini Invent Vice President and Global Head of Automotive, Sebastian Chodrick, says more than 30% of the study's participants would switch from their preferred brand to a different brand due to product sustainability. He explains why. Hi, Sebastian. Thanks so much for being here today for the Automotive News Europe podcast. Hi, it's a real pleasure. Great to be with you today. I'd like to get started today by asking you, why did Capgemini Invent decide to look into this topic? That is, uh, of course, a very good question. So um, sustainability is everywhere in 2021, um, and it's hitting the automotive industry hard. So we decided to um, focus on a certain area, on what are the customers experiencing and what is the customer side of things that is really into this topic. So this is why we decided to do the study um, and to contribute from our end um, to the sustainability roadmap in automotive. How much do automakers stand to gain for getting this part of their business right? Is it millions or possibly billions that could be added to their bottom line? We believe um, we talk about billions in the coming years. Um, so if you look at their total revenue and um, the sort of investments they have to do in order to really become sustainable, um, we estimate based, by the way, on a study that we conducted in 2020, that we talk about 500 billion in the coming years, that the automotive industry as such, so OEMs and suppliers need to invest in order to become carbon neutral. And where does sustainability rank in the minds of customers? And more importantly, did your study find that car retailers are ready to tap into this and help close the deal by using some of this information? Very good question. So first of all, it's on top of mind for the car buyers. Um, they are willing to change the brand. They are willing to um, rethink their buying decision in case they have the feeling that a brand or a car is not sustainable. And one of the key findings of our study, and this is not only including the retailers, but um, all the distribution levels from um, the factory to wholesale down to retail, they are not prepared. And what do they need to do in order to be prepared? 
Well, there are there are two things that we see. So the first thing is um, many OEMs are doing well in communicating their sustainability strategy and to produce sustainable products. So electric cars are on the rise. What they need to accelerate though um, is how they treat their customers and how they really transport this sustainable image towards the marketplace. And to be more precise, um, secondly, they need to also have the right governance in place in order to achieve it because it's more than just marketing. If you would like to provide a consistent experience for your customers, um, you need to have the right processes, tools and governance in place. Otherwise, it's a lucky shot that you will very likely not hit into the mark. And we have seen products arriving almost on a daily basis. And the board members are saying all the right things about sustainability. But how does Volkswagen or Mercedes get that to really filter down into the different layers of their organization to, so that it just becomes second nature? Well, we see that, that all OEMs have sustainability on top of their agenda this year. Um, some of them already have it linked to their um, top management compensation. Some of them put it into the goal sheets of their management, which is good. Um, they all have sort of a governance in place. What we find is that the governance is mainly looking at the product side of things though. So the, the key objective of the OEMs, and we understand where it's coming from, um, is to become carbon neutral. So to really reduce the carbon footprint in the coming years. So when it comes to the customer and when it comes to sales, we can hardly find any OEM who is really well positioned there. That's one of the key findings of the study as well. No consistent, sustainable customer experience by today. So we must assume, and we can't really look behind the curtain everywhere, we must assume that this is a field where they can and need to accelerate. And from your study, can you give us an idea on which automakers are winning in really doing it right and which automakers might have some homework to do? That's a very difficult question because the answer is uh, simple. Um, all have some homework to do. So we benchmarked um, all major automakers. Um, we also included Tesla as one of the, well, not so new kids on the block. But all of them, including Tesla, they do not offer a consistent, sustainable customer experience. So what we did is we looked at the certain um, phases and steps of the customer journey from being um, interested in a car, creating awareness, then buying and using the car, including the mobility services around the car. We found that some OEMs do a okay job or a good job in some of the dimensions and categories. There was no single OEM um, that performed well in all categories. So it's some, I would call it lighthouses, uh, where OEMs are testing uh, things, are testing some offerings, but no OEM as well, including Tesla. We'll continue our conversation with Sebastian Schodrick after this message. Hyundai Motor is one of the leading providers of electrified mobility solutions in Europe. With hybrid, mild hybrid, plug-in hybrid, battery electric, and hydrogen fuel cell vehicles, Hyundai offers the most diverse lineup of alternative powertrains on the market. Under the vision of Progress for Humanity, the company aims to make high-quality, environmentally conscious mobility solutions available to all. 
Today, more than 75% of Hyundai's lineup in Europe is available as an electrified version. As a pioneer in zero-emission mobility, Hyundai offers a range of leading emission-free vehicles. It ranges from the full-electric subcompact SUV Kona Electric to the second-generation fuel cell electric vehicle Nexo. The company's progressive spirit is most strongly embodied in Ionic 5, its latest all-electric vehicle and the first model to be launched under the Ionic lineup brand. With outstanding range, ultra-fast charging technology, and unique interior, which functions as a smart living space, Ionic 5 is redefining electromobility lifestyles. With its fleet of fuel cell trucks, Hyundai is also ahead in zero-emission heavy-duty mobility solutions. By 2025, over 1,600 Exian fuel cell trucks will run on Swiss roads. To learn more about how Hyundai is shaping the future, tune into Are We There Yet?, an automotive podcast hosted by Susie Perry. Get a peek behind the curtain as Susie investigates the world-changing ideas coming out of the workshops, labs, and secret test tracks of Hyundai. Tune in on any podcast listening platform as well as Hyundai.news. Sustainability is a it's, a, it's kind of a weird word. You know what it means, but it's almost like having broccoli served to you for dinner. <laughs> it's a little bit hard to swallow when it comes right down to it. We all want to do things better for the environment, but sometimes it comes with a bit of a cost. And one of the things your study mentioned was that you're looking to see how automakers can generate some enthusiasm, some excitement behind it. Were you able to find either anyone who's doing a pretty good job at generating some excitement, maybe giving us an example of that, or maybe in a recommendation that you could give based on what you've seen so far? So as, as we also found that customers um, value that a brand is sustainable and is consistently sustainable, um, we we've must believe that if you provide a consistent experience to your customers, and let me give you an example. If you sell an electric car, that's great. If you don't care about that your customer who's buying it also gets green electricity, it's not consistent. Um, so if you're doing exactly that, providing the consistent customer experience, that will grade loyalty. And your study really hits the nail right on the head when it says that 34% of participants would switch from their preferred brand to a different brand due to product sustainability or sustainability-related company activities. How can sustainability translate into customer loyalty? So as, as we also found that customers um, value that a brand is sustainable and is consistently sustainable, um, we we've must believe that if you provide a consistent experience to your customers, and let me give you an example. If you sell an electric car, that's great. If you don't care about that your customer who's buying it also gets green electricity, it's not consistent. Um, so if you're doing exactly that, providing the consistent customer experience, that will grade loyalty. Just days before Volkswagen Group got stuck into the diesel cheating scandal, it won an award a very prestigious award for sustainability. And ever since then, I've been very skeptical about what does sustainability really mean and how is it measured? I wanted to get some feedback from you who's out there and talking with these folks and also potentially helping them determine how they can rank their own sustainability. 
have we gone a little bit further in the last couple of years when it comes to really determining who's doing a good job, truly doing a good job when it comes to sustainability? Um, the term sustainability has fundamentally changed over the past years. Um, and what we see is that it's now mainly measured at the carbon emissions. So becoming carbon neutral or becoming net zero, that is the currency that most um, companies, also that most um, well, external sources, say investors, analysts, um, press, media, um, have in mind when it comes to what is really sustainable. Um, if we look back five or 10 years, uh, all the sustainability awards back then were rather looking at sustainable elements of a product, like they did bring in green components, for instance. So that has fundamentally changed, as I said. Um, the, the point you mentioned with Volkswagen, what we see as well in the whole industry is that integrity um, is also a topic that has been raised in the past years. It's strongly linked with sustainability, but it's not limited to it. So we see a fundamental culture shift on the one hand, which is good. On the other hand, we do see a fundamental shift. So as I said, no price today without looking at the, the carbon footprint. Okay, well, Sebastian, I wanted to thank you very much for joining us today for the Automotive News Europe podcast. Oh, it was a real pleasure sharing our thoughts, talking a little bit about our study. So great to be with you today. Thank you. We reached Sebastian Schodrick at his office in Munich. If you have an idea for a future podcast or would like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to me at dbolduck at autonews.com. For breaking news, please visit europe.autonews.com. You can listen to this podcast and a range of others from the Automotive News Group on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, or on our website at europe.autonews.com. That wraps up this episode of the Automotive News Europe podcast for May 6th, 2021. I'm Doug Bolduck, Managing Editor at a &E. Thanks so much for stopping by. We hope you'll tune in again soon.